I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. G'day, welcome to another episode of International Marmalade. It's a bonus little uh, thing in the Australian Jams feed. My name is Mick Severett. I'm Gemma Bastiani. And we're running through our favourite songs by by artists that aren't Australian, shall we say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. What have you been up to? Gemma, do you want to... Ah, look. You know, just... Getting out. No, we haven't not spoken at all. in a month, so I thought we should catch up yeah, briefly. Yeah, far out. Yeah, yeah, true, true. <laughs> um, what have I been up to? Just teaching, really. Mm. Teaching is my life at the moment, which is, which is, which is fine. And marking, marking is my life, and that's <laughs> not that fine. Still paid though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, I'm very grateful to have a job. I know. Um, Marking in general is always a bit of a tiresome activity. Yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, obviously it's fantastic that we're lucky enough to still get paid in this time when plenty of plenty of folk are losing losing work or losing jobs altogether. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. I always try and remind myself of that I, every day. Yeah, I'm in a very fortunate position that I've weirdly got more work now. And oh wow! Yeah, I don't know. I've just been renewed for another trimester teaching, which is fun. And my voice went weird just then. And <laughs> I've been doing some other stuff for a different university, so I won't name either of them. Um, Ooh. Yeah, through a different my voice channels. Went weird then too. <laughs> one's one's music, one's sport, so that's good. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually doing okay. I got no complaints except that there's no footy on. Which, you know, uh, but given the situation, I'm very, very fortunate. So I absolutely am not complaining. So, yeah. 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 Fantastic. Mm. Um, Do you want to kick us off? What song do you want to choose first? Sure. Um, Usually I'm the one asking someone else to start (laughs) this off. So I'm a little bit thrown off here. Let's start it out. (laughs) Let's start it out delicately. Uh, Lennon Stella released a new song called Older Than I Am. Yeah. It's 
so beautiful and I'd never listened to a lot of Lennon Stella before. It, it had popped up in the play on radio rotation and a few things like that because um, our music director, Sos, really, really loves Lennon Stella and, and had been playing mm. a lot, but I hadn't listened to much of her before. Just, you know, there's a lot of music out there. It's hard to listen to everything. Um, yeah, totally. But with isolation going on, uh, and things like that. It, you listen to a lot more music, I think. And also, like, mm. running out of podcasts to listen to, so I'm listening to more music as well, which sounds terrible because I should prioritise music, but <laughs> podcasts are interesting. Um, music distracts yeah, me. Yeah, totally. In the best way. Uh, yeah, so I finally started to really delve into Lennon Stella, and I just think this is a stunning song, everything about it. And I said delicate at the top of this. I think that's the best word to describe this song. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, I'm just finding my notes. I've seen plenty of ads for this for this song and for Lennon Stella mm. in general on my Instagram feed, and I didn't really know anything about her. Is she she's new? I take it. Uh, she's probably been around for a year, eighteen months at least within my periphery. Okay. I f- when I press play on this song, I feel as though it's a song that I've heard before. Yeah, sometimes and songs do that, don't they? Yeah, and I feel like that's testament to how strong a pop song it is. Yeah. Like it's it it latches on to stuff we've already heard but presents it in slightly in a slightly new way to be instantly familiar mm. and instantly catchy. Um yeah, I, I also wasn't expecting it to be so subdued and so kind of For me uh, to choose quiet. it, do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, well, I mean, compared to your other choices, maybe, yeah. I tried but, to um, go broad this week or this episode. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, same. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that it feels, you felt like you'd heard it before because there's this story that I've never, ever told anyone before. Well, I mean, people, Ooh, people existed in my life when it happened, but... I doubt anyone remembers it, but for me, it was like it's stuck in my brain. And for other people, they're probably like, yeah, that was like an insignificant moment. I think I was in like <laughs> grade six. I was in primary school. And I remember a substitute teacher that I had singing a song that I thought was that song Beautiful Day by U2. Yeah. And I distinctly remember her singing that. And then the song apparently came out like a few months after that. And I was like, no, but my teacher used to sing this. Like, I, I know this song. This this is not a new song. And everyone's like, Gemma, you're nuts. Just, like, shut up. <laughs> but I, I distinctly remember her singing it and knowing that song before it came out. And so when yeah. you said that, that's the first thing I thought of. And every time someone says it sounds familiar to me, I'm like, yeah, like, that's the moment that I remember when I was, like, 11 years old and, I swore that U2 song came out before that it actually did. <laughs> I just had to get off that off my chest. I've never talked about it before, but it's like played on my mind for however many years. Uh, for decades, right? Se- 17 years. Yeah. Far yeah. Out. So mean, that, that's a fair chunk of your life. Yeah. it's And it's one of those things that like, Seems so insignificant, but I it just is stuck in my brain. I swear that song, I heard that song before it came out, but I mm. probably didn't. Um, it also reminds me of that podcast episode that we talked about. Uh, I don't know whether it was on International Marmalade or whether it was on 
the predecessor of International Marmalade, not local. The Reply All episode. Uh, yeah, that, that was on International Marmalade, the last one we did. Yeah, so I finally listened to that. Uh, oh. And I've I've listened to like I've caught up on Reply All for sure, but that episode is yeah. it episode 145 or something like that. Um, oh, the it's lost 140 hit. something. Yeah. yeah, I suggested that to all my students actually, and a few of them went and listened. They're like, "This is incredible!" So definitely go and yeah. listen to that too. Anyway, we we're talking about Len and Stella. This song is beautiful. Yeah. I really really love it, and it's like it's a ballad, but it's also an earworm at the same time, which is really hard to do. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, totally, mm. definitely. Should we hear a snippet of it? Yeah, let's hear a snippet of it. Here we go. So this is Older Than I Am by Lennon Stella. We'll come back. All night thinking is twisted My life's been survival of the fittest But I did it I did it What's your name? Mm. I do all my own just heard a little bit of Older Than I Am by Lennon Stella. That was my first selection for this month's episode of International Marmalade. Mix, you have your first song to talk about now. I do. Um, I think I might go with this new one from Jesse Ware. Uh, so obviously everybody's been in lockdown. Uh, people are watching television perhaps a lot more than usual. And I actually found myself watching Graham Norton, I think on Friday night. I think he's on Friday nights. Uh, and, you know, because really what else is there to do? Um, and no, Graham, Graham Norton is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember watching them heaps when I was a kid. With, well, not, really? not a kid, but when I was maybe in my early 20s or in my teenage years with my mum. Was that show around then? Yeah, it used to be on the ABC. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I don't know anything. <laughs> we were an ABC family, so, you know. I So were we, but, like, my parents didn't watch talk shows unless it was Parkinson. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's gosh. the kind of family I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, no, we watched a heap of Parkinson as well. Jeepers. Mm. The Meg, Meg Ryan one is, like, my the one I remember most. <laughs> Weirdly um, enough. We're just talking about child Gemma and what she remembers now. Yeah. That's where we're at. No, that's right. I'll, look, I'll get us back on track. Um, we're barely two songs into this and this is where we're at. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, no. It's it's a good start. Uh, I saw Jesse Ware perform on the Graham Norton show last week and she performed uh, an old song of hers called Spotlight, which, again, was one of these songs that I think I actually had heard before, but hadn't heard, hadn't kind of put put name to song or anything like that. And I, she performed a very shortened version of it from her from a from her child's bedroom, I think. Um, and gosh, it's one of the best pop songs released this year. Um, it's not actually the song I want to talk about today, though. Uh, but I think the best way to describe Jessie Ware is if. Robin sang songs for older ro- older British people. I don't know. That feels like such a peculiar way of describing it. I feel her. I feel like it would be more if Robin B 
became a blues pop artist instead of just a pop artist. Mm. Blues oh, yeah. or like funk. Funk is probably more accurate. Yeah. Yeah, well funk is definitely a big a big thing. So her latest single called Ooh La La, um look it's it's probably not one of the best pop songs of the year, but it's still yeah, it's still pretty high up there. Um, the form feels very, very familiar. It's got this funky groove with, like, mm. on-the-groove vocals. So all the vocals, for the most part, kind of sit sit on the beat. Um, but then these wild guitars and this occasional, and get ready for some music terminology wankery, but the occasional vocal glissando <laughs> kind of adds this sort of extra intrigue. Um and the wild percussion also helps a heap as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's an earworm uh, in a in a throwback kind of sense, in the sense that clearly you've heard music like this before, and every once in a while somebody makes a song that's built on that old kind of funky groove thing. Um, yeah, I I don't know. It's it sort of has stuck with me since I've since I heard it first. Yeah, I think the big thing for me in this, which goes along with the whole funk style, was that bass line right from the start. It was clearly going to be um, a feature of the song and it featured in the best way possible. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of the way um, Kira Peru used yeah. the bass line intention. Um, it's got that kind of funk attitude but it fits the pop song really well. Yes, yes. That is a great uh, reference point, Kira Peru, I think. Mm. Yeah, that, that makes Peru's a lot of sense. Kira freaking amazing. Yes, totally. <sighs> so good. I really want Kira Peru merch. Has <laughs> she released any merch? Yeah, she's got long sleeve tees, and I've been trying to not oh. spend a lot of money, but I also love long sleeve tees. So if mm. you're a band or an artist that has released long sleeve tees <laughs> as part of your merch, just send me links because I will buy all of them. Kira Peru is at the top of my list right now. Totally. Every time every time I have an invoice paid, I'm trying to like buy one thing from a local business or artist. Mm. And mm. last invoice, I bought the best homie hoodie in mustard yellow. Oh, I'm so happy with it. I can't believe I'm not wearing it now. Right now I'm wearing a, a sweater that my mum made me Aww. that is very bright red and very it's like you know that sort of fabric that like holds its structure even when you're not like filling that space in it yeah so it feels like on this chat i look like twice as wide as i am because it's just a really big sweater <laughs> look at this i'm, I'm oh my leaving gosh. all of this into the edit too yeah it's like <laughs> yeah it's the best yeah um yeah, so go and buy artist merch. Anyway, Kira Peru, that is the reference here. Yeah, yes. the baseline, I think, yeah, it very much reminded me of the way Kira Peru used that bass intention um, across into this Jesse Ware song, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, goodness me. I reckon we should hear a, a quick little snippet and then we'll, yep. we'll kick on. Uh, this so is... I can shut up? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, this is Jesse Ware with Ooh La La. Ooh la 
that was Jesse Ware with Ooh La La. Gemma, what do you got next? Sorry, I was just writing down uh, <laughs> my number three. I have to order the songs as we go along so I know how to edit them. Yes. Uh, so I have chosen, I'm trying to put my songs in like a good order across the three. Mm. I mean, who cares? But uh, this one <laughs> is called Blind Faith, and it's by House Gospel Choir. Um, anyone that knows me from Australian jams or anything like that would know that I love a couple of things in music, and if you include them, I'm automatically going to love your song. One is harmonies, um, and two is uh, choral singing, so I guess group singing, and mm. this being a gospel choir of sorts, uh, hits both of those boxes very, very well. Uh, this is just such a cool song. It's effectively... This This is a group that do the, this on all of their music, is create kind of gospel choir songs, but to house music. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're original songs. They're not like... Uh, Church songs. I've tried. I couldn't think of the word. Then they're not like church <laughs> songs that they've adapted into this format. They're original songs, but there's just like it's such a genius pairing of genres. And I know it's not the first time it's been done. It's not the last time it's gonna be done. But this just like really hit me. This song, and it yeah. came out kind of at a relevant time. And I am by no means religious at all. Um, let's not talk about that too much. But I'm not religious at all. Yeah. But I found the sentiment of this song quite good, even though it probably does have religious leaning. So um, there, there's a whole line that's about don't lead yourself by sight, um, lead yourself lead yourself by blind faith, or the lyric is far better than what I've just said. But effectively it's like let what happens to you kind of guide you rather than trying to see what's going to happen. And I thought that was really good, especially given we're all stuck in isolation, we're mm. in a global pandemic, blah, blah, blah. And like when all this stuff hit, I'd actually, we've talked about this before, but I'd actually kind of hit this a bit of momentum in terms of career and what I wanted to do. And I'd taken a big risk quitting my job and going freelance and then everything just had to stop. And I was like, what have I done? Why did I do this? This was the worst timing ever. But like nobody could have predicted it. And now I'm kind of feeling out what I can do given the circumstances and given the position I put myself in. And it's starting to work again, which... I think this song, I think this. that's why this song kind of hit me really well, was that, okay, don't try to see what's going to happen. Just work hard and follow the guide of what's happening to you at the same time, if that yes. makes sense. Yeah, totally. So, like, at the at the top of this episode, I said about how I actually have more work now than I did in the months leading up to the pandemic happening. It's just like, okay, that's because you're working hard and you're doing the right thing. So that's why this song, I think, really fits. Anyway, personal life happening in there. <laughs> Um, so that's so interesting that you said, of course, I'm going to choose a song like this. Cause I heard this song and thought, hang on, really? Really? Is this, is this Gemma's choice? Like it felt so out of left field for you. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I quite like this song. Uh, it sounds like music that I was really into about 10 years ago. Um, that, I mean... For me, it was a bit more on the obvious kind of disco bent, but it reminds me a heap of like it reminds me a heap of Electric Fields, the Australian mm. group. 
Um, but it also reminds me a lot of old Hercules and Love Affair, um, that kind of really kind of glammy, uh, almost, I guess, uh, queer culture informed, um, disco music. I think the thing is, when you say you didn't expect it to be my choice, I think the thing is, if it were just the production of this song, I wouldn't have chosen it because it's not the house music style that I'm coming for. It's the other style that's been enhanced by the house style. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's that big Whereas you probably would do the opposite, right? I'd always first first go to the music and then think about the way in which the vocals sit. Yeah. Yeah, see, we're opposite in that respect. A lot of the time my focus is on lyrics and vocal and yours is on... And I think we talked about this in your Australian Jams episode too. Yeah, We both, yeah, look at music really differently. All those years ago, two years ago. Um, Well, it was more than one year ago. I just moved into this apartment. I didn't have my studio yet. That's right. Um, The audio quality of it is terrible. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I remember in that talking about Alexander Biggs and saying and talking about specific lyrics in it and you're like oh that's absolutely not what I listened to the first time I heard this song so yeah I think it's interesting and it probably explains why you're so interested or why you're a big fan of a lot of electronic music and like house music and things like that when I never really got into that stuff yeah 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 I think there's something in that for sure it's I often will find myself listening to music for feeling. So mm. I've been marking a heap of student essays over the last few days and all I've been playing is a playlist from, and it's, uh, I think it's based in Melbourne, a neoclassical like pianist called Luke Howard. Um, <laughs> and he's he's got a playlist called 28 Pieces or something like that. And it's different versions of a whole heap of pieces in his repertoire. Mm. Um, and it's, it's really fantastic. It's like kind of, if you think of, if listeners know of an artist called Nils Fram, a German guy or, um, uh, Olaf Arnold's, I think, and Johan Johansson, people like that. Um, there, there's quite a great little scene in Melbourne, Luke Howard and, um, Nat Barsh as well. But anyway, I listen to them because it sets a particular particular mood. And I like I found myself listening to that when I'm not marking. And the first time I remember listening to some of Luke Howard stuff, I just started to cry. Like it in it created such a strong emotional reaction in me. And that was without mm. lyrics. That was just the feel of how the piano was recorded, essentially. Yeah, and I think songs that have lyrics can still do that but by the instrumental. Like, I, I keep referring back to Alexander Biggs, cause, but this yeah. is the most obvious example I've got. But um, yeah. Gone gone Again? No. What's the single that I'm thinking of? Uh, I'll think of it later. But there's an Alexander Biggs song where the build into the chorus is so perfect um it do- it doesn't build into this huge thing but there is a swell into the chorus that gets you it like makes you kind of catch your breath heading into it and yeah. it's not about the lyric that's over the top um it it's about that 
tiny little build that goes through and yeah it just like makes you wake up a little bit into it and yeah 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 anyway we got a little bit off track what song am i thinking of i'm just trying to find it and i can't uh (sighs) see it that's all right i'll look it up while we're um listening to a bit of this song so should we hear it uh it's called blind faith and it's by house gospel choir Oh my head is banging last night I went to sleep with no dreams Tell me what it means You won't leave hell if you quit Take your just heard a little bit of Blind Faith by House Gospel Choir. That was my second song. Uh, Mix? Yeah, um, let's get a little bit more kind of, I guess it's the only kind of rock-based song on the list uh, this week. I wanted to talk about a rather topical song from Ice Age uh, (laughs) called Lockdown Blues. it is literally all about living in COVID-19 pandemic. They name-check COVID-19 in that chorus. Um, do you know much about Ice Age? So, I've been trying to, like, keep quiet, but I love Ice Age. Um, I've loved Ice Age for since since I was managing a band that was obsessed with them and got oh. me into them and supported them um, early Ice Age days. So... Yes, I love Ice Age. This is absolutely not the song I ever expected Ice Age to release. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember I was living in Sydney a, a few years ago now, and I think I must have heard a song of theirs um, on FBI Radio, the community radio station up there. Uh, mm. I think the song, it, it must have been the lead single, so it must have been the, the Lord's Favourite. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was off an album called Plowing Into the Field of Love. A great night for a record. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yeah, we all um, have choices to make. <laughs> and... I remember hearing it on FBI when I was at home and then I was in the city, I was walking past Red Eye Records, this fantastic record store in Sydney City and saw it and off the back of hearing that one song thought, nah, I'm going to get this. This is great. And it's one of the best 
one of the best choices I think I've made in terms of uh, music purchasing, especially purchasing just off the back of hearing one song. Yeah, I I loved that then, um, and I was really into that kind of feel good, scuzzy, anthemic punk rock kind of stuff that yeah. they did too. Which there's something about I don't know the the lead singer's name, but there's something about the way in which he sings that is is super abrasive. I mean, the music's pretty abrasive, but there's something almost atonal in the way he sings. But then it also feels so anthemic and so uh, like he's bringing everybody together. That yeah. Is, yeah. I think a good way to classify Ice Age, which may put some people offside, so sorry, but... <laughs> um, they're like a better version of the vaccines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. They like push just enough further away from being a pop rock band to be like embody the good parts of the vaccines but make it better. Yeah. 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 I yeah, I say you're great. Um I can't remember what else I was going to say, but there's literally the chorus lyric is COVID-19 lockdown blues. I'm just like, is this a joke song? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to remember this. <laughs> don't make me remember this. <laughs> I want footy back. Footy will come back. The NRL starting back. I'm sure I don't the NFL care about NRL. Yeah, NRL is stupid. You know, it gives a good indication as to potentially where the AFL might might be headed. Although Victoria's yeah, we'll, got to change their laws, so, you know. We'll never get happen. our AFLW final series back, will we? No. Anyway. No, that that's true. Yes. Very yeah. sad. Um, I, I, can I do, like, a personal plug right now? Yeah. Considering we're talking about AFLW, um, I spoke to a member of the Frio team all about their season, and I'm so excited to release my conversation with her. I'm really, really excited. So everyone go and follow I See It But I Don't Believe It wherever you're listening to your podcasts because it's going to come out there really soon. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited. I've got some exciting podcast news to announce at the end of the show as well. Yeah, we're both going to be doing lots of plugging, so <laughs> prepare yourselves. Um, yeah, so getting back to Lockdown Blues, the old Lockdown yes. Blues. Um, this one feels a little bit more structured than some of their other stuff. Uh, but the way the groove falls just before the chorus hits, there's, it's such a subtle little thing that I don't expect you to remember just after hearing it a few times. But there's something in the way it kind of just falls away and then that chorus comes in. That just It just lifts the song so much. Um, you know, they still manage to make something that is dirgy and kind of murky still sound super catchy, which I guess is what Ice Age do the best. Um, mm. And that jam out section where they go double time right at the very end. Oh, yeah. big fan of that, that too. That was very Ice Age. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I reckon let's hear it though. Yeah. Well, let's hear a snippet at least. Uh, this is Ice Age with Lockdown Blues. Cool. 
That was Ice Age with Lockdown Blues. Sorry, a bit distracted, Gemma. He's just looking at his phone. He's ignoring I'm me. Ta- I feel left at out. Notes. Oh, goodness me. This is why you have a notebook. No one ever judges you for looking into a notebook. Yeah, true. Yeah. This is my fifth notebook of the year. Oh, my gosh. It's already May. It's only May, more to the point. And you've gone through five or four? Yeah, five. And I've gone through like four highlighters and five pens or something. I actually, speaking of note-taking, I just discovered this app that I'm on right now that I use on my laptop called Notion. It's like the greatest thing in the whole entire world. I do to-do lists. I do all my notes. It's like you can do everything on it. Um, I'm still learning about it and figuring out how best to use it, but like it is slowly changing my life. Everybody you speak to that talks talks about Notion feels quite evangelical about it so i apologize for that but um i definitely see why people are so evangelical about it it's yeah it's pretty fantastic i just i find it so much easier to write uh by actually just writing in a notebook i can't think Mm. when i'm looking at a computer screen uh see yeah my handwriting's so bad that i can't keep up with my head my hands literally just can't keep up with the speed my head's going so that's why I need to type. I'm definitely the opposite of that. <laughs> I just find it so much easier to be able to go back and edit anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use notebooks. I'm one of very few people, but whatever. No, no, no. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Anyway, uh, I did buy a pack of my 12 of my favorite pens the other day because I am very excited. I'm showing them to mix now. They're my favorite pens. Oh. I'm very particular with my pens. And I was able to get a 12-pack. So I did. cost me 50 bucks. What? What are you going to do? They're expensive pens, Gemma. Yep. <laughs> but I love them. <laughs> yep. I have straight a thing up. about pens, okay? <laughs> sure, I don't sure. know what else to do. Um, anyway, my last song <laughs> for today's International Mum Later episode uh, it's by, and I actually had to look this up because I have a friend who's ha- who has a name that's spelled exactly the same way and it's said in a totally different way. So, uh, this song is by Joji. It's called Gimme Love. Um, I hadn't listened to much of Joji before. I'd seen the name pop up a lot on like the Triple J Plays Twitter and things like that, mm. but I'd never, again, gone and really listened a lot. But again, ISO has opened up a whole new world for me when it comes to music because I have more time to actually, like, find music and focus on it and do all those things. Um, I love, love, love the really persistent beat in this song and then how it completely drops away for that style change and the harmonies in the back half of this song. Um, It just has all you'd really want in a song, I think, because of that style change. It gives you that fast-paced thing you want and then it gives you that more ballady um more considered type song you want and it's all in one Mm. and it all fits together which Mm. i think is uh i would never be able to make that sort of song which is why i'm not a musician why i talk about music instead but you get what i mean yeah yeah um yeah i i really like this song i it Mm. felt i really loved how propulsive it felt um and yeah, it was a name that I'd seen around a heap, but hadn't actually like looked at any imagery or anything. And realizing that he's, well, he was, at least he was born in Japanese, but according to his Wikipedia, he's half Australian as well. Born in born in Japanese, born but, in Japan. 
Born in, did I say he was born in Japanese? Yep. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's really bad. Um, my brother lives in Japan and he would kill me for saying that. Um, it's anybody like when would... people say Canadia. Oh, God. Oh, did I, did I really say born in Japanese? Yeah, and I'm leaving oh, it in. Oh, no. All right. Well, look, uh, I love Japan. Uh, it's my favorite country in the world to go to. Um, so, yeah, I, I apologize but on the potential few Japanese listeners you might have. Gemma is throwing pens at me um, through I'm just the screen. I'm my pens. Really liked them. Yeah, no, they look, they look, they look so, nice. So, yeah, you said you have a story about him before I interrupted. Oh, just other than the fact that he's he's half Australian, apparently. Really? He's half, he's half got Australian, an half accent. Japanese. Uh, yeah, and went, did school at an international school in, Japan, in oh, I think, in Osaka. Um, and then I think moved to the States uh, shortly after that. But yeah, it's. It's so good to see, um, I mean, just the, the straight up fact of having a, an Asian American face as a major pop star. That's a, that's mm. a massive thing still, still in this day. Um, so yeah, I, I was, yeah, big, big fan of this song. Yeah. I think this is the sort of song that's going to make me go and do a deep dive into past Joji mm. or more of what they've created yeah they're, they were a really popular japanese youtuber for a long time i think really yeah see that's the thing yeah i'm old <laughs> and didn't ever get on the youtube thing like i never watched youtube videos i never did that i don't understand youtube culture or anything so yeah i missed all of that and now i'm jumping on bandwagon late and i'm i've definitely been feeling my age recently <laughs> Oh, Gemma, I'm older than you, and I only read this stuff on Wikipedia, so <laughs> that's where I okay, get all of my information from. Stuff YouTube. Yeah. Wikipedia is where yeah. the old man gets his info from. Although I have been watching YouTube recently because I've been playing a game on my Switch, <laughs> and I've been watching tip videos because I want to be better at it than my brothers. Yeah. So that's my world of YouTube. That and music videos. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, could think of worse things to be watching on YouTube. Serves its purpose, at least. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, anyway, let's hear some of Gimme Love by Joji. Swing around front, let me inside Playing my song, into my sides It hurts, I can't lie Remember those times I fought to get out You just heard a little bit of Gimme Love by Joji, which was my last song for today. Mix? Yeah. So my last song, I think kind of kind of tees up nicely with your first song. I thought it'd be a good idea yeah, to, to top and tail uh, with some more calming kind of, <laughs> kind of vibes. Um, this is Faye Webster um, and her new single, In A Good Way. This has such a, a classic love song feel to me um uh it's almost like a more somber Stella Donnelly I know that's 
often a kind of a reference point for Faye Webster and a bit of Julia Jacqueline as well. Um, but yeah, I love the that the finger picked guitar, like a flamenco guitar. Yes, yes, that was the word I've been looking for because on my notes I've literally written. Uh, automatically you think of romantic Italian film music or something. Well, flamenco is Spanish, but yes, flamenco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. All right, well, I'm really good in my... As a, as a proud Italian, I uh, need to say, no, I'm joking. Well, yes, no, I thought of all the people, you would know about Spanish romantic... Spanish guitar. Guitar Romantic, music. Yes. yeah. <laughs> the robot over here. You said before about how some a song made you cry, and I was just like... That's never, ever happened to me before. <laughs> <laughs> ever. Oh, dear. I just go about my business. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. <laughs> Look, th- this is one of the... One of my favourite releases of the year so far. Wow, that's, some... a, that's a big call. I just love how how still, but how warm and how how lovely it is. Um, like I think oh, I'm probably going to butcher the intention of one of the lines here, but it's like you make me cry, but in a good way. I just think, oh, that's just so. I cry in good ways. <laughs> I hope they're in good ways, and like you know, L, my partner, makes me cry in good ways, and that's just the most. And I hope that I make her cry in good ways. Sometimes I make her cry in bad ways, but anyway, that's not not in bad bad ways. You know, we just. We've been in a relationship for two years. You know, it's a a long time. I guess that's how normal people relationships go, right? (laughs) All right, robot. (laughs) I'm trying to, like, understand humanity right now. Yeah. Yeah, you have a pretty good insight, I reckon. Of humanity? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Even when you did come from in that spaceship from outer space, from the robot planet, (laughs) and you discovered us human types. (laughs) <laughs> oh man yeah i i don't know what to say i just uh this song i appreciate the intention of it mm. and i appreciate the way it's been put together mm. but i didn't latch on to it like i have others oh really so like yeah so you've kind of equated it a little bit with the lennon stella song that i chose yeah somewhat. that one yeah, and just in terms of, I guess, almost style and things like that. But the Lennon Stella one I would listen to over and over. This one I'm just like, yeah, it's an all right song. I probably wouldn't go back to it and listen to it again. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it could be purely because I'm not super emotional, so therefore I'm not attached to the sentiment of it, whereas others have enough other things in it for me to be able to latch on even if the emotional sentiment doesn't hit me in the way that it maybe is other people. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm trying to, like, justify it a little bit. I don't think it's a bad song by any means. It's just not something that I, yeah, maybe understand as well as others might. Is this the first time where somebody's come and presented a song on on Australian Jams or, or another show you've done? where you haven't gotten into it? No, it's not oh. the first time. Um, Hoping for an exclusive I, there. No, I think the thing is I'm open to all music mm. because I think 
everything has something to offer. Mm. Doesn't mean I'm going to like it all the time. So I try to find the things about it that I can appreciate um, while not necessarily saying that I love the song and that's probably the way I go about it. And you can probably tell when you listen to Australian Jams and there's a song that I'm not super interested in. You can kind of tell with the way I talk about it, but I don't think... I don't think we've ever featured a song that is bad, um, if that makes sense. But, yeah, yeah, so this is a really good example because I can appreciate what makes you like this song, but I also... It's not my favourite. Yeah, no, fair enough. Which has probably happened with songs I've chosen that you've had to talk about. You're like, "Eh, all right. Yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah, but you probably (laughs) wouldn't openly say it like I would maybe. (laughs) I wouldn't openly say, nah, not for me. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I feel like I have to be honest because if you're just talking everything up all the time, then what is good? If everything's good, nothing yeah. is good. Yeah, no, totally. I, I, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. Anyway, should we hear a little bit of it? <laughs> Sorry to make it a bit sour <laughs> for you. I really love this song. <laughs> yeah, this is, which is great. Yeah, um, so this is Faye Webster with In A Good Way. As much as we torture I can feel it when we touch And though we've been having nightmares lately And I'm sorry I fall That was Faye Webster with In A Good Way. We're done, Gemma. Yeah. Another run of six songs by international artists on this special bonus episode of Australian Jams called International Marmalade. I don't know why I feel like I'm finishing up a children's book or something. Yeah, you're being really weird. (laughs) I can be a bit weird. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to plug some things. Yes. That's where we're at now. That is where we're at. You know, why not? Um, so, I mentioned earlier, but I have another show called I See It But I Don't Believe It, which is all about uh, footy stories. So, Aussie Rules Footy, for anyone not from Australia listening, mm. um, where I speak to a guest who is either a big footy fan or involved in footy somehow. And we talk about their favourite footy moment. So we've done episodes on The Lockout, um, which just came out two days ago. Um, the Lockout, which is the first ever AFLW match with Kirby Fenwick. And I've got another episode coming out very shortly with a Fremantle Dockers player talking about their undefeated season this year. So really good stuff both men's and women's footy um yeah so more people should go and listen to that because it's really good uh it's more the other person talking than me if that helps anyone get them across the line <laughs> i'll um, give it a listen then no. <laughs> i will never do anything positive about the western bulldogs no i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking hey. um i'm joking um and i also I'm a co-founder of Siren, a women in sport collective where 
We send out a weekly newsletter all about women's sport and while this shutdown is happening, um, we've noticed a, a drop in already dismal numbers in terms of women's sport coverage in mainstream media, which is actually, it's really depressing because throughout the whole month of April, it was an 8.6% average of women's sport coverage on mainstream media across the whole month. Oh um, it's just this whole idea that there's no sport on, therefore we don't talk about women's sport is so weird and foreign to me because <laughs> there are lots of awards and things happening and that's content for you to make while there's no sport on, yet they still don't want to. They'd prefer to, you know, write about abusers of women more than they would actual, like, women's sport and celebrating yeah. female athletes. So yeah. at Siren, we're trying to, like, rectify that a little bit. We've been doing some really, really awesome content and I've been able to interview some incredible um, women in sport, not just athletes, but women around the trap. So please go and check that out as well. That That's my big plug for now. Yeah. Sorry, it's all about sport. No, I mean... It's Gemma Bastiani. It's either going to be about Australian music or music in general or sport. So that's absolutely understandable. Um, yeah. I wanted to talk about a little something that I and my partner, Elle, have coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, we've just done a trailer episode of... A little podcast called The Isolation Podcast. Um, oh, so you did actually do it. Yeah, yeah, well, you did actually do it. We've done a trailer, and let's let's see how we go in terms of actually getting into a proper season. But um, it's Al and I having a good old chat about kind of getting back to basics, as, as cliched as that sounds. So, like, we've got an episode coming up about uh, things that we've learnt, uh, thing, it's sort of based around the idea of senses and getting back to those basic things that make us human that we often take for granted and in this isolation time we're sort of being forced to take more notice of. Um, yeah, it's, it's reasonably light-hearted, <laughs> reasonably funny, we hope. Uh, and yeah, so yeah, it's called The Isolation Podcast. Uh, hopefully it's relevant to not just isolation times. Elle is great, can I just say to everyone listening. Elle is amazing and she she's forgiven me for the way we first met and <laughs> the absolute embarrassment I made of myself in that situation. <laughs> and she still seems to like me, so everyone go and support Elle because she's awesome. Yes, yes, definitely go and support Elle. She's, I mean, you know... I'll put this on record, even if it is on International Marmalade. She is the love of my life. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. Um, anyway, so episode one of that is coming out May 19. Uh, and That's my... You... Yep. Hey? So I'm just thinking, when you said the love of my life, I'm like, mm, footy. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a real human person. You've got a an organisation <laughs> of people kicking a foot kicking a ball it's a sport yeah well, and, it's a sport not an organization well yeah sorry i don't know we're recording this trying to it feels like late on a sunday it's not it's only 5 38 but still 
feels like. It's because it's dark outside. I love this weather. It's the best. Yeah, look, I must say, I do love this weather too. Um, yeah, we've got a trailer episode coming out uh, this week. Hopefully it gets pushed out onto all the podcast platforms as soon as possible. Uh, and yeah, just stay tuned for episode one, May 19. We've also got an Instagram. If you follow the Isolation Podcast, or one word, uh, we'll be posting updates and little stories and stuff on there as well. We'll have to include the links to all of those shows we just mentioned in the show notes of this episode. Yes. Um, also, just keep listening to regular Australian Jams episodes. I got to actually share um, an episode last week with... <laughs> back to football, with um, Matthew <laughs> Ling, who actually plays for the Swans, which is the men's team I follow. So that was pretty cool. A lot of people are in ISA right now, so they're... Um, more open to doing things i guess <laughs> so i'm taking full advantage of that yes um yeah so yeah just go and listen to lots of things by us or by other people just consume local content i guess is really important before we go can i also um send you big ups for the episode you did with essie holt i loved that's i mean i love essie she's fantastic and that episode is just so good it's so good to hear Essie talk about her process and, but also talk about other people's music. It was, yeah, I, I loved it. Thank you. I think last time, I feel like last time I had her on, you sent me a message very similar. Oh, really? I do remember receiving a message from you on Facebook Messenger about an episode one time. Oh. It was like really, oh, it was the Raya Park episode. Yes. Yeah. It's like really lovely and flattering and nice so i appreciate yeah. that thank you oh you're a um, great interviewer Gemma. thank you jess is a really wonderful soul who's been through a really tumultuous 12 months yeah. and it has come out on the other side of it an incredible person yeah trying to do incredible things and i think that she can't be commended highly enough for that mm. um and while do sorry while doing all of that sorry something was in my throat i'm not crying because i'm a robot <laughs> While doing all that, she's also written and released an incredible EP that everyone should go and listen to. It's called Silent Wars. And uh, if you've heard that episode, you would have heard us talk about uh, that song as well as played a little bit of another song. So, um, yeah, go and do that because she's she's a, a person that I really love to talk to and be friends with and hear her music. She's a really interesting person and yeah. a beautiful person. So, there. Yeah. 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 That's a thing. Cool. Do you want to wrap this bad boy up? Yeah. Um, go like, support the show and all that good stuff, I guess. Is that what you usually say at the end of an episode? I've been trying to say it more recently because people keep telling me I should do that. But it's yeah. just like, I feel so weird Apparently doing it. it helps. Yeah, apparently it helps. And everyone's like, Gemma, you should remind people. It's <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I don't want to. Um, but... I mean, we'll be back here in what, a month's time with another edition of International Marmalade, but you'll be back in a week with yeah, back hopefully. to regular programming for Australian Jams. Anyone want to come on and be my guest? I haven't booked anyone yet. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, uh, get in contact with Gemma Vestiani on Instagram and let her know that you're really keen to jump on and be the next guest on international on on international marmalade on Australian jams. I mean, and yeah, we're done. Thank you for listening. I've been Gemma. I've been Mix.
Catch up. See ya. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.